Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the fashion. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The music. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. And the selfishness. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Look, I'm a little slow today. I just switched to Sanka, so have a heart. I'm so wasted! We know you've got a lot of spirit, everybody, right? And we're gonna destroy Lincoln next week, alright? Learn it. Know it. Live it. Hey, bud. Good party. Daddy's homeboys. I shall serve no fries for their time. What are you people? On dope? Hello, everybody. This is Gina Vivanetto, columnist for TBT. Hey, it's your old pal Steve Spears here from SBTimes.com. And we're happily, happily stuck in the 80s because we're finally doing a podcast about Fast Times, Times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High. Woo. And we've got our little sidekick with us. Hi, it's Sean Daly, pop music critic from the St. Pete Times. I'm happy to be here, especially for this one. Yay. Yeah, I what, can't believe we didn't do this one earlier. What took us so long to get to this? Because we, we had to learn the skills. Yeah, you're right. With, spell it with a Z at the end. Skills. No, <laughs> we, we didn't have the skills easy. earlier. We couldn't have done this one earlier. What it is, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm so psyched. I mean, the, the the opening of the movie alone gets you so pumped up. Oh, yeah. I hope our opening montage created by you and fabulous producer Dave Morrison got everybody. It was so professionally done. It was. You guys but must no, be really you, proud of you, yourself. That movie comes on and the go-go's come on and that beat and everything. And you just feel so right. like you are ready to have an R-rated teen experience. Yeah. Well, you know, it's hilarious, though, because that wasn't the song that was supposed to start the movie off with. It was supposed to be raised on the radio. That's, oh, what, that's what the studio wanted. Oh, and, this uh, is director, so much better. And Amy Heckerling said no way and uh, so good we good good I'm glad did you say this is the best movie of the 80s best team oh, movie of the well, 80s well it's it, absolutely if only because it was the movie that, that taught me it was okay f- to pleasure myself and not feel <laughs> guilty have about self-love. it have self love yeah, yeah, there's a famous it's scene there. But I don't, wanna, is, we, I don't want to okay. jump the gun, so to speak. No. So, you know, we'll, we'll take our time. Really, really, those really great R-rated teen movies in the 80s were about, which we don't, we're, just, we're just starting to have again now. But um, Did you guys see this in the theater? Oh, Actually, I'm I sure. did. I, um, I didn't. My parents went and bought me tickets and uh, for, so I could go in and see it because I was underage at the time. My cousin John, who was about five years, six years older than me, he brought me to it. This is my second R-rated movie. Right. All right. My first was Stripes, and we can uh, discuss the, uh, yeah. Yeah, the well, linkage right. there. Linkage. But. Um, first of all, we need to take a moment here, too, for Chris Penn. because uh, Oh, yeah. I yeah, saw that. Too. That was crazy. Penn's Sean brother. Penn's, of course, poor guy. Even in death, he's going to be known as Sean Penn's little brother. But right. Sean Penn, of course, the star, Jeff Spicoli of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And um, Christopher Penn, his brother, was in tons and tons of 80s movies as well. We watched Footloose. <laughs> we sure. did, and uh, he, he, was, he was in all a lot of really movies. interesting stuff. But Great he was character in actor. the unofficial Fast Times at Ridgemont High sequel, which was... The Wildlife. Come on, guys. Oh, okay. The Wildlife. Which Cameron Crowe was somehow... Cameron Crowe wrote the script, maybe? I, oh, I don't want to... You know what? He might have. Let's look into that. Okay. But I think he did. And it's very funny. He's hilarious. What? And he essentially plays his brother a little uh, more grown up. But Chris Whoa. Penn was great. At any rate, Christopher Penn is is dead. And we, I want to take us just a second to, to say, hey, Chris... <laughs> Thanks for all the cool stuff in the 80s. But that's emotional. very it's very strange very because we've all been gearing up for Fast Times. And then today it was announced that Christopher Penn, 42, is dead. But it just 
uh, goes to show that we on the pulse. We do. Right? We absolutely We had that on the do. blog at 5 in the morning. Yeah, we did sure we? did. Oh, wow. Boy, you, you are really sad. <laughs> it's a little sad. <laughs> I'm so, up at that time. Sad, good, but sad. This movie is known as, like, you know, it's it's the movie that made Sean Penn. I mean, is that safe to say? It is. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was in stuff. Taps. But, he was in Taps yeah. before this, but this but was this was it. This was Jeff his, Spicoli. Uh, and I don't think anybody watching him play Jeff Spicoli ever could have imagined he would be later become well considered by critics like one of the best actors of his right. generation jennifer jason lay too it's it's pretty i mean she, they both started in this and she's known as as one of her generation's better actresses and when you see how they got their start in this funny movie with him playing spicoli and all the cat's phrases and everything it's just sort of bizarre i kind of thought he was just like that when i watched the movie then i would no. see him in things later and i was like wow he couldn't, it couldn't be any further from the no, truth no he uh According to what I found out, uh, Spicoli, I just call him Spicoli. I don't even want to call him Sean <laughs> Penn. But Sean Penn uh, based the character on a surfer friend that he had. And uh, the, the hair that you see in the movie is that he's wearing. Are you is serious? It a wig? It's a wig. He's, it's wow. a half wig. It's a half wig. He still had his hair from Taps. Oh, my gosh. What did they, like, weave hair in yeah. or something? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That doesn't even look, that's a great wig job. Yeah. And that wig person should have won an Oscar. Do you yeah. think, incidentally, do you think that Keanu Reeves lifted a lot from Spicoli to do that Wayne's World character? Or is that just a very California way to be? God, I mean, Keanu Reeves is like that in every movie he's in. Yeah, he was even I mean, like that in Dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude. I love you. Um, okay, but no, I mean, he just, that's one of the most classic characters of the 80s, if not in all cinema, is Jeff Spicoli. But I don't know, let's go back to, is this the ultimate 80s movie? I'm going to say that it's too early to be the ultimate 80s movie. And the ultimate 80s movie is 16 Candles. Wow, I'm going to throw that out pick. there. I might say... Uh, you know, you know why I say this is the ultimate '80s movie because when you're watching it, just about every possible symbol of the '80s that what makes the '80s the '80s is in there. You've got the focus on the mall, oh, which yeah. was huge. I mean, malls were huge back then. You got. It's, the it's dope almost, hysteria, Mr. Hand. The dope hysteria. Like in the 70s, right. I think things were way more chill about drugs and smoking pot. And Mr. Hand is just over and over. The, Are you kids on dope right. and all this the kind arcade, of stuff? The arcade, the video games. Oh, yeah. There's that one scene where they pan through and everyone's wearing the Jordache jeans. Uh-huh. You've got the, the uh, brands and all Everyone that working these the crappy is in the fast food jobs. Yeah. You've got the, Checkerboard vans. Hey, oh, man. Didn't he popularize checkerboard cool vans? Cool music. You had... Uh, what Phoebe uh, Cates' breasts. Yeah. That doesn't symbolize <laughs> the 80s. So what 80s. It does. Oh, I'd, God. And there's a scene where um, Stacy, played by Jennifer Jason Leigh, is actually wearing one of those feather oh, roach clip yeah, things in yeah. her hair with the feathers on it. That's My parents so... wouldn't let me have one of those. Maybe of because I was a guy and guys didn't have smoke them. But hot. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that's what that was for. No, it's very, That's, very. And when I look at 16 Candles, 80s. you don't see those kind of. I mean, 16 Candles is, is by far probably one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And, and but, but as far as. You know, ultimate eighties movie. I don't know. I well, think you're a couple years. Are you a couple years older than me? How old are you? Thirty-five. Yeah, I'm thirty-eight. See, wow. that's why. Maybe I don't know. That's the why. tone of this movie too is different. Like, um, it's not as uh, like you know, it is an R-rated teen movie, which were very and popular back then. All that kinds of stuff. With, with yeah, there's Stacy has to get an abortion and stuff, and it is different. Like uh, when I was watching it with my my colleague last night, who was my dad, we were noticing that um, it is you know, it's just a different kind of teen movie that that was very popular in the '80s, where they tackle a lot of deep stuff. You don't really <clears throat> get to know the characters too well. It's different than a John Hughes. They kind of. Uh, deal with deeper stuff and there's a lot of sex scenes and nudity and things like that that you didn't Under get with the sex, later yeah. yeah you didn't get later with the john hughes right. stuff. well they said that the studio said when they were making this movie they were amazed that they were able to get away with as much stuff as they did considering you know this was the beginning of the reagan years mm-hmm. but they were lucky in the sense that the studio at the same time was making 
best whorehouse, best little whorehouse in Texas ah. was being made at the same time, so, and which starred what? Dolly Parton, 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 Reynolds. Parton Reynolds. Reynolds. And they were spending a ton of money on that movie. So the executives were busy watching the dailies of that film and not really paying oh, good, so much good, attention good. To, to Fast Times. And that's how they were able to escape with so much of uh, what you've you done. You've done incredible today. research. Can for we? This I have no life. Let's, let's make a case for how this movie just jump started so many careers in Hollywood and so many people that went on to become very, very distinguished actors. So you're saying it's seminal? Um, I am. I think I am. It is so in a lot of different it. ways. Forrest Whitaker's first okay, role. Okay, first of all, Sean Penn, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Phoebe Cates, who who actually ended up not acting anymore after she married Kevin Klein, but uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Um, those are just Nick some Cage. of the. I mean, we can do Nick Cage. Well, he actually is billed as what? Nicholas Coppola. Nicholas Coppola. You see him right. behind the grill. I he will make the argument. Anthony Edwards, who later became a big cast member at ER and did a lot of other movies. Uh, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Stoltz. Yeah. Stoltz. Yeah. And then there's a cameo by Nancy Wilson. Nancy Wilson. Nancy Wilson of, of Heart, who's. And I believe Eric Stoltz. Is that the when he forged the alliance with Cameron Crowe and said, I want to be in every movie you right. make? Right. And he is. And in so every has movie. he been in every I, single one? And what is uh, I don't know. He's been in a lot of them, that's for sure. I, was he in Vanilla Sky? I don't remember seeing him in uh, Stol- Almost Famous. I think Vanilla Sky might be the one he's not in, but I'm not sure. I don't about remember that. Seeing, unless he's just like some uncredited extra just hanging out. On the set. Um, I think everyone's taking for granted here that Nancy Wilson from Heart is is uh, the partner of of Cameron Crowe wife. Yeah, at that time I don't know if they were married. No, or yet. probably not. No, they just that's they met on plays, they met on uh, that set. Is that true? Because she is remember when Brad and we're jumping ahead. Uh, Judge Reinhold's that's character okay. gets she, fired, right? And he's in the pirate costume. He's in the pirate outfit. And he's throwing and the, the fish and chips. Right. The hot girl is Nancy yeah. Wilson, and then Cameron Crowe. I think after that scene went uh, for a trip around the block with her, and it was L O V E. Wow. And she's really hot. She and he went looks crazy. Like, uh, of like a <laughs> two-week-old pumpkin. I mean, yeah. he looks like some like bizarre. Can, can we throw out some love to probably one of the most underrated actors in this movie? And I'm talking about the guy who plays Mr. Hand. Oh, he Ray. What's his last Ray name? Ray Walston. Walston. He is so my favorite fantastic Martian in this movie. My yeah. favorite Martian. You're, is that right? I want to wow. listen. Let's listen to the scene where anything Spicoli Hand. meets Mr. Hand for the first time Classic. in school. Here Classic. we go. Yes. Yeah, I'm registered in this class. What class? This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. Really? Hey. May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule is totally confusing. I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. You're ripping my car. Yeah. Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! I have taken the time to print up a complete schedule of class quizzes and the chapters they cover. Okay, you gotta love the dynamic between Spicoli and Mr. Hand. It's like the sub plot subtext sorry it's, we had to bleep that one word but we all know what it is <laughs> there's so many really fantastic scenes in this movie that actually take place right in a, in a public high school classroom with mr hand and then there, there's real depth how the relationship kind of grows and how it ends up um and it really makes you appreciate like 
the role of the teacher. I mean, teachers were always just like anonymous right. dweebs and all these other movies. But Mr. Han has this very pivotal role right. in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And at the end, with the way that, the, the, you know, the, the relationship between Spicoli yeah, and Mr. Han, there's this together. mutual respect. Also, another teacher in the movie, Vincent Scavelli. <laughs> I should be able to pronounce that since I'm, since I'm Italian. We just lost him. But, we, just um, lost him. we just lost him, too. He plays that wonderful teacher. What's his name? Mr. Mr. Vargas. Yes. Mr. Vargas. He was the one who switched to Sanka. And then he ends up, uh, when you meet him at, later on at the dance, got this knockout. No, and he also gives the tour of the hospital when wife. he like, yeah. pulls out uh, oh, pulls sure. out the hand. Is, and, and what does he say? He's Gnarly. fantastic. That's, yeah, that's that's really He's fantastic in this movie. You know, it's funny because Mr. Han, the role of Mr. Han was originally offered to Fred Gwynn. Oh, he turned wow. it down. He didn't, he didn't like the sexuality. Well, I can't, I can't imagine anybody but Mr. Oh, he steals Han it. is Mr. And Han. You know, and what's so great is the dynamic between the two of them. And, and part of that, the reason for that is Sean Penn, between takes, would intentionally piss off um, Ray. Ray Walston. Like, intentionally go and irritate and get on his nerves to, to, to get that chemistry going. And, it's a um, good idea. And, and then he would start uh, improving during the lines. And, and Walston would just flip out and say, young man, you will read those lines as they've been written oh, to wow. you. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Oh, that's cool. Again, well, great research. It, it really, really shows the chemistry with the two of them is just – it's probably you know, the hottest chemistry is, in the whole do movie. You have, is your favorite scene where he orders the pizza? Uh, that's one – I was trying to think when I was watching this – what is the best scene in this movie? And every time I would come to one, another one would come up. Oh, I forgot all about this one. What? But yeah, the, the when we have to discuss, you know, whose time actually is. is do we have that? With the, with the exception of Mr. Hand, Fast Times is essentially a world without grown-ups, too. Right. right? There aren't any parents really in this. Like yeah, he's the, the one authority figure. I mean, Mr. Vargas a little bit. He's the one yeah, authority figure. Mr. Right? Hand is the lone. Authority it's like peanuts. Exactly. You see, Stacey. That's like penis. Oh, Let's wait, can we say that? Here, bleep yes, that out. Did now. Do we have the pizzas? Yeah, let's, let's listen let's... to the clip where... Uh... You start to see how things are just going to be between Mr. Hand right. and Spicoli. It's just not going to work out He's for not going to let Spicoli run his classroom. No way. Cue it up, Maestro. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Learning about Cuba. Having some food. Mr. Spicoli, you're on dangerous ground here. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. You know, I've been thinking about this, Mr. Han. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> certainly there's nothing wrong with a little feast on our time. You're absolutely right, Mr. Spicoli. It is our time. Yours, mine, and everyone else's in this room. But it is my class. Hamilton, Brandt, Kornfeld, up front. Mr. Spicoli has been kind enough to bring us a stack. Be my guest. I use that line all the time. Isn't this our time? <laughs> Taylor Negron, the uh, pizza the, delivery the pizza guy. Deli- we should do a whole show devoted to him. He was like Mr. 80s. <laughs> he was Mr. 80s in about in five second clips. Yeah. He's yeah. the mailman in uh, the, Better uh, Off Dead. One of the things I was noticing watching this again is the sheer joie de vivre of the what? movie with teenagers. Like Judge Reinhold, he wants nothing more than just to ride around in the cruising vessel. Yeah. His car is like this very old Buick, I think right. from the 50s. Um, which actually, it, at the end of the movie, has credits. Cruising vessels played indeed by Sheldon. I guess the car's <laughs> name is Sheldon. I didn't, I didn't know that. But um, there's just so many things that are just... They really, really captured teenager which is ironic because no hardly anyone in the cast is actually a teenager the only two teenagers in the cast were nicholas cage who lied about his age right he was only 17 at the time lied and said he was 18 and uh, phoebe cates who i believe was 19 right and anybody any girl at least who knows what it's like coming into your sexuality and getting older 
can just giggle watching Stacy and um, her, her her friend Linda, right? Yeah. Because uh, Linda basically is lying throughout the whole movie about what an authority she is on sex because her fiance in Chicago, everybody's always right. got a fiance. Is it, is it just me or is she the most irritating character in this movie? Oh, no, movie? she's irritating, but she's I mean, lying and lying scene. and lying and lying. She's irritating to us because she was unattainable. Unattainable, just, and, but flouting it in your face, kind of like, you know, you don't. Yeah, but you're every, just a high, you're high school were, kids. Were, were, didn't you go to school with girls like that though? That just made you know, like you're you're not oh, good God, enough for yeah. me. And Tons so of it's them. a really it's a really pretty true to life character. But just all the you know the sex talk with the two of them being completely inexperienced and not wanting anyone else to know. Oh, it the and, carrot scene at uh, in the yeah. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, the there's a very famous yeah. Yeah. sex. Yeah, Let's and there's also the scene later on. Stacy and Linda are talking about. You know, uh, high school boys' performance. I don't want to get too lewd on the podcast, but they're talking about it. And as they're talking about it, they're slicing a gigantic the sausage, piece of yeah. sausage. You know what's funny? Um, Which is very funny. The um, the carrot scene where she's teaching her how to give oral sex. The um, that was originally supposed to be filmed in a hot tub, and oh they were supposed my. to be naked in it. Were you on set? I'm just curious. Were you oh, you know so much. No. I he dated. I've, I've seen this movie a hundred times. Mr. Hand. <laughs> it was supposed to be filmed in a hot tub, and it was supposed to be. In a hot tub naked, and uh, the stu- in fact, they naked? shot it. Yeah. They're supposed to be in a hot tub yeah. naked? And uh, they shot it, and uh, the studio said, you know, well, actually, it was the, the rating, the motion picture, or whatever the schmucks are. I don't they, think uh, we can say that. Schmucks? Can we? We yeah, just sure. did twice. Well, but they said, no, if we do that, we're going to give it an X rating. In you, fact, there's a couple there's of things. X rating? It, it came out with an X rating. You you actually get to see, like, actual real nudity with the stars. I mean, it's really right. them naked. I mean, yeah. you see Phoebe Cates, you see Jennifer Jason Leigh, you see masks and stuff. Which, you know, there weren't too many teen movies after this. Like, we never saw Molly Ringwald naked or Ali uh, Sheedy or, you know, Ione Sky or anything. Well, we've Great. seen Ione Sky naked. Not what in movie the teen she movies. In? Well, she was in some I wonder what that's like. Gas Food Lodging. She's naked in that. I've oh, seen her naked. That down. I know Gas. I have. Yes, he's making notes. Food Lodging. Yeah, write that down. I love Ione Sky. Let's talk about nice. You guys, we need to talk about Damone. Damone is amazing, and uh, there's actually a band later on in the 90s that liked him so much they called themselves Damone. Damone's another just classic character. He's got the best – he's got another great scene because he pitches Rat on his Rat, – Rat is Mark Ratner, and he's trying to go out with um, Stacy, and he needs advice. And Damone, who's his sleazy friend, the uh, ticket scalper – Again, doing that typical teenager thing where he's you know professing to know so much more than he actually he really has, knows. He has a five-point plan yeah, for how to – it's a great to, plan. And uh, we have a clip of that. Let's is listen. this the one? He's what? talking with Debbie Harry's poster. Yes. <laughs> this is great. Let's this is my favorite. It. It's a good plan, too. Okay, what's your five-point plan? All right. Now, pay attention. First of all, Rat, you never let on how much you like a girl. Oh, Debbie. Hi. Two, you always call the shots. Kiss me. You won't regret it. Now, three... Act like wherever you are, that's the place to be. Isn't this great? Four. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the both of you. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. And five. Now, this is most important, Rat. It comes down to making out whenever possible. Put on side one of Led Zeppelin four. Oh man, you know there's the big faux pas right there because 
Cashmere, the song they're playing right there, is not nope. on Led Zeppelin it's on 4. It's physically, right? It is indeed yeah. on physical graffiti. Yep. Right. Eight uh, minutes and 28 seconds. All right? eight minutes. You know, I didn't even know what the name of that song was until last night when I was watching the DVD commentary. And I guess Cameron Crowe says everybody comes up to him and says, you know, that's not on. Oh, wow. What a pain. Did he mean to do that? He, Yeah, because he... He found out that nobody gets permission to use anything off Led Zeppelin 4. In fact, it's very rare to get permission to use Led Zeppelin songs for movies at all. But somehow he was able to – they offered it to him. They offered him cashmere. He decided to take cashmere. it. Cashmere. What did I say? You're, you're putting the emphasis on that. You know, you, I don't it's know. Weird. It's, it's bothering me. I don't even me. like Led Zeppelin. As a pop music critic, it's really – I know. I'm sorry. Oh, please. But uh, – <laughs> But uh, anyway, music no, plays a really I'm important role in this. A lot of love. Uh, hey, music. Stay <laughs> <laughs> way to heaven. Yeah, I'll just tell Dave. Music plays a really important role in this movie. Actually, what am I saying? Cashmere. Cashmere. What am I saying? Guys. Cashmere. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a little. Sorry. Anyway, it's just a wonky guy thing. And we're back. It plays a very important role in this movie. Um, the Led Zeppelin thing is very funny. Cheap trick. We have a whole thing. Oh, Steve's having some sort of hernia laugh-a-thon by himself. This is like the scene with 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 uh, Brad alone in the bathroom. Steve's kind of doing that. Are we there right? finally? No, but apparently that's all we want to talk about. I'll talk about the can music get, later. Let's get no, to no, the no, no, off scene. You had, <laughs> no, you had a you had a great point about the music about somebody's baby. No, Come that's on, all I'm right. Hear that. No, no, no. no, no. no. Let's talk about um, Brad Master bathroom, okay. which really you never you you, you know back those get, kinds of scenes like Porky. All that crazy stuff that was kind of done after the early '80s, but yeah, you get a nice, nice. But Porky's was after this. No, but I mean, like it's all, all those no, kind no, of films are time, like relegated to just the really? early same '80s. Year. Same exact summer. And then things kind of smartened up, and we didn't have these smutty, crazy, no, teen, this is great. This R-rated is comedies scene. anymore. Dare I say classic scene? Dare I say classic? Dare, yeah, it's yes. a classic scene okay, involving self-love. Well, what happens is Brad, Brad. Brad comes home. He sees Linda by the pool. Goes to the bathroom. Of course, Linda is his hey, little we, sister's best friend. As we discuss this, can we play "Moving in Stereo" it by is, the Cars? It's already playing underneath. Can't you? Aren't you listening? Aren't you listening? Ah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Twinkle little. Yeah. Nice but little it's song. a great thing, you know. It, there is always that weird thing when you have a brother or sister in high school. I don't know if you guys did. I had a Only brother. Child. You know, and, I'll yeah, just zone so out. like you know, Brad's character is kind of looking at his sister's best friend by the pool and getting a little randy. And yeah, he goes into the house and takes care of that. You want to <laughs> so. know? Uh, here's you want to know Steve's uh, extra trivia on this particular God. scene uh, do I I, i'm gonna to have know? to I'll phrase it carefully no this is it's not a story this is just something about this we can say the m word right yeah. masturbate masturbate, masturbate. we said it four times already when brad when brad is in there he uh can i make th- can i make that noise no <laughs> please don't come on please one, the okay, one time. can you do it <laughs> anyway i, I hate my it. life <laughs> The, uh, so music plays a really important role. <laughs> no, no, no. This is it. This is it. This is making you uncomfortable. One time, one one piece of a uh, little bit of sh- schmoly here, okay. and we'll be on. Mm-hmm. For the scene, uh, Judge Reinhold brought in a big rubber sex toy that he's actually manipulating in that scene. Oh, my. Instead of, really? instead of himself. And didn't tell Phoebe Cates. So when she walks in the door oh my and freaks out, it's because she sees him playing with his gigantic rubber sex toy. Oh, my toy. God. That's great. What does she, when she pops out of the water, what does she say? Like, does she say, hi, Brad, hi, or Brad. I want you, Brad? Is it hi, Brad? Hi, Brad. Yeah. I she always un- thought you were cute. undoes her bikini I know she top. hates Gretz, uh, the nude scene. Oh, really? That's true. And you know what's it. funny? It's very tender and Jennifer Jason and... Lee loves to be nude on, on set. They Are you say, serious? They say she, she couldn't figures. get enough she's of it. She's so weird. Really? Like she just walk around totally no, naked? No, she's like, oh, I'm totally fine. Let's do another new seat. I mean, she was she was all for it. She's a. She's There's another. Kid. I actually 
find her more attractive because she has the more realistic body. Yeah. Like Phoebe Cates looks like a smoking hot sports yeah, Illustrated which is model. so gross. Right. Whereas <laughs> no, no, and she's she's very. God, attractive. I hate that. And like by the way, have you seen Phoebe Cates these days? She looks exactly like Phoebe Cates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has not aged at all. But anyway, but uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is more of the, you know, kind of a teenage girl's body. Oh, God. It's the <laughs> so, fever. Anyway, By the way, I'm still sick. It's the fever. There's lots of great fantasy Harvey. sequences in this movie. I like the one, too, where we get to meet. We get to know a little bit more about what Spicoli's into. And it turns out he's not just this burnout. He lives for, uh, what is it? Surfing? No, it's the thing he says, all I need is some. Uh, oh, yeah, we got some to it. No, but I mean, when he, well, the surfing fantasy right. scene, I love a lot. Yeah. But when we find out that his whole life just revolves around surfing. Well, let's, let's, let's you know? He's not just it. a burnout. He's really, really into surfing. <laughs> Go ahead, play it. Let's play it. That's fantastic. Let me ask you a question. When you get out there, do you ever fear for your life? Well, Sue, I'll tell you, surfing's not a sport. It's a way of life, no hobby. It's a way of looking at that wave and saying, hey, bud, <laughs> let's party. <laughs> Where'd you get this jacket? Yeah, that is a classic scene. It's great. You know, originally it was supposed to be him on this. He was supposed to be being interviewed by Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show, but Johnny Carson passed on it. And then um, who was the late night guy? After Carson, that guy would come on really late. Letterman? No, the other guy. <laughs> Tom, Tom Snyder. They offered it to him to film the scene, and he had just gotten canned. Oh, wow. So he's like, no, no thanks. And so it eventually fell to Stu Nahan to do it. So there's a little more trivia for you. Very, very good. Also, a lot of a, a recurring theme is everybody, all the teens and their jobs and how they all have these kind of, kind of silly mall jobs. and this, But they all take them really seriously. None more serious than Brad, yeah. uh, who works at uh, All-American all American Burger. It's a real place, by the way. That's not a fictitious. Oh, I didn't know that. In fact, um, most of this movie was shot at um, the uh, Sherman Oaks Galleria. And Jennifer Jason Lee actually worked at a place called Perry's Pizza for about a month to get into a role for it. Oh my gosh! And uh, most while most no, of the that's movies, just what? that's stupid. How, how hard do you have you to take tr- a? Yeah, come on, you take a job at a well, pizza place just so you know. A day, a day would have pretty, pretty much accomplished it. Yeah. Okay, so I stick it in the oven. But yeah, that's right. a very cute you put the part pepperoni of the movie, on I like think. this. Oh, I get it. Well, it's funny because they they uh, they had to shoot it. Now the if she was naked was, while she was uh, doing that. She'd love to be nude. She was. That would be fun. Brad does end up um, getting fired from All American Burger. Though he's yeah. so into the job, and there's this great scene where he's in the bathroom, like washing profanity off the mirror, yeah. rehearsing his we can't say that speech. One yeah, no way, rehearsing his speech because he wants to break up with his girlfriend, and he's like, you know, his job is really kind of a teenager's yeah. job, and he keeps saying to him himself i'm a single successful oh guy you want to hear that we have that too well let's uh Brad but getting then, fired? yeah let's hear about how he gets fired okay. because it's it's so unfair and it's something that happens i think okay to Do youngsters it. who have no gather around the fire and let's listen working world may i help you uh yes this is not the best breakfast i ever ate and i'd like my money back uh okay uh, i believe you have to fill out a form for that uh no i'd like my money back now i'm sorry it doesn't work that way you see i have to fill out a form and well you ate most of it already so you see that sign it says 100 percent guaranteed you know what the meaning of guarantee is do they teach you that here sir if you just wait a minute look just put your little hand back in the cash register and give me my two dollars and 75 cents back please Brad. Sir, if you just give me a minute, I'll find the forms. I'll take care of everything. I don't have a minute. You've made me late enough. I am so tired of dealing with incompetence. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Uh, is there a problem here? Wow. 
Do you ever work at the the mall, Sean? Yeah, I worked at uh, York Steakhouse. York Steakhouse in Capital City Mall in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. And I got the job. I was working there was like the, the major dork in my high school, but he was king at she the, the, at the rest. So when oh, I showed up, it was cute. like I had, you know, you know his, his image right, there. Like right. his two worlds were clashing. And so at school, they called him Gomer. <laughs> and, but at work, they called him Keith, which was his name. And everyone loved Keith. Like Keith was really cool. And so I'm, I'm like, hey, they called him Gomer at school. Oh, and it no, just, just floored him. And so everyone would be like, g g Gomer. <laughs> and I remember once this guy just started to cry that I had ruined his life. Uh, yeah. Man, that's, yeah. That's I mean, mean, I'm sure he'll hunt me down and kill me one of these days. Is that meaner? Is that meaner? Boy, boy with a laugh. That's good. That's good. But I remember, oh, York Steakhouse, just a grease. And you'd add, like these midnight grease dumpings out in the. Ugh. Remember the scene where they're Gomer and I? Telling each other what each secret sauce is. Yeah. And all the There's so many it's key things about teen jobs. I worked at McDonald's in the mall here in at Countryside Mall for about I don't know three or four months. And, Do you uh, have your mustache? Yeah, and a mustache. <laughs> and that's back when when McDonald's employees had to wear the polyester outfit. Oh my god! And the kooky yeah, little yeah. hat and everything. Were you like a manager or something? No, I was just a grill boy. Okay. But it was Do funny. You eat a lot of the food. Um, you know, you had to still pay for it, I think. You didn't get it for free. Did you ever spit on the food? Be honest. No, but you know what's really good is if you take the, um, I can tell you one thing. Never eat the McRib sandwiches. Not a good thing. No. And, uh, why? Why? What is it? What is it? They just sit in a vat of barbecue sauce like for eight hours. Yeah. And that's Not, not good. Not good. But if you take <laughs> a chick McNugget. take a filet of fish Oh, that's actually the best thing to order. Yeah. So then you're fine. But what's funny was um, I only have one lame girl story for this. Is uh, I'm working at McDonald's. And some girl up front's giving me the, giving me the eyes, like the Susanna Hoff eyes almost. Really? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to score here. So uh, <laughs> it's not like the 40-year-old version. Yeah, I'm going to score here. Maybe like bags of sand. Bags yeah, of ahead. sand. So, um, so I come up front. And she gives me her phone number, and I call her up. And, and um, we go out, and uh, she's just like time. She's just like, oh, God. And so finally um, – she had to be around McDonald's food she or gives me the, And she gives me the whole line at the end of the day, like, well, if I never see you again, have a nice life. Which, of course, you know, I've heard a hundred times in my life. Sure. sure. But, I uh, think I even said it to you yeah, back then. You say that every time you leave. <laughs> but uh, so I, I did call me. her back up again. I was like, you know, I'm just curious, you know, what did I, what did I do wrong or whatever. She's like, she's like, well, you just look so much hotter in your McDonald's outfit. Oh, my oh God. My that is God. so weird. And you were in the hat, the Could paper hat. next yeah, week? Yeah. Oh, man. I was... I, that is know. totally freaky. My cash and carry outfit at the time was brown polyester, yeah. not flattering. But with purple hair, I kind of like it worked. Like you were going to say you had like a special sauce stain on your pants or something like that. Wow. No, but thank you for that image. <laughs> Excellent. That's good. Good stories, guys. Good stories. Good stories you want to talk about stories. the music of this movie? Because it's really good. The music. Well, um, you know what? That hadn't crossed my mind. But sure, now that you mentioned it, um, we oh. have a great, great opening with the Go-Go's. Um, they keep playing like that Jackson Brown song every time Stacey's Somebody. about to get totally slutty. In the dugout. In yeah, the, and then um, they play it again when she's, I think it's when she's with She's at the point. With, with Demone. Brad or somebody. Oh, really? They with, play Demone. with Demone. Demone. She's okay. not with Brad. That'd be really... No, know. Rat, I said. Oh, Rat. No, they play it two or three times. Yeah, it comes up a lot. Every time she's like undoing her yeah. blast and her... You do see her naked a lot. A lot. Right? You a see a lot of Quite Jennifer Jason Leigh, yeah. Did um, your high school have a point, you know, like a place where you would go with the girls to like make out or... If we did, I wasn't nasty. cool enough to know where it was. Did you did no, yours? in my bedroom. No. In my water bed. No, we didn't really. Not that I know of. Unless the other 
kids did and the, they didn't tell me where it was. Like, I we had like it. this canal river thing that Natalie Diffenbaugh and I would go down. Uh, we'd, we'd park hey, down Natalie there again. How are yeah. you? How are <laughs> yeah. you, slut? Um, no, no, uh, no what, way. You what gotta exactly believe is that. a waffle stomp? They use the Joe Walsh, Walsh song, Waffle Stomp. I mean, is that. It's. Um, I don't know. It's a dance. Okay. By people in California. Speaking of the music, speaking of dancing, this reminds me of when I when I was watching some 80s movies with my girlfriend who's 10 years younger than me. She actually said, and when, I, when this came on last night, I, I started to laugh because she's so right. What? Did every 80s movie have some big dance scene in it? And I thought, you know, yeah, it really did. Pretty in Pink and Footloose. And everybody at some point gets together. They throw some song on. Everybody goes kind of, woo! This has got a yeah. yeah, it's got really bully in this and one. And she said that to me, and I thought, oh my god, I guess I took for granted like everybody. You know, in every single '80s movies, there is there are these silly, crazy dance scenes where everybody kind of lets off the steam. All the kids from different social groups are just kind of together, like yeah. In the Breakfast Club, there's a scene right in the library where they all just sort of stand up and start oh, yeah. dancing, and now it's the time for the dance scene. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. So there's a great scene in here where Sean Penn's doing the woolly bully stuff at the end. Yeah, did you dance? Did you dance, Steve, at at you know the the high school dances? Yeah, sure. I was a terrible dancer. Sometimes I do this weird like Elvis thing, just like an Elvis strut. I don't know what I was. It wasn't really popular. Since you're so graceful and poised, I actually took swing dance lessons about oh god seven or eight years ago because of swingers. That was a big trend. You saddened me. It was a just a chick so thing. Good. Hey, they have Billy Squire in this movie too. And oh I yeah, of you last Ooh. night. Well, I think of you, you last night. But I yeah, I do. Hit me this with is, some Squire. Yeah, that's what they play when. It's uh, not one of the big big hits too, so it's kind of refreshing. It's a lesson. And after known. we hear it, you tell me if you can remember where it's where it's from in the movie. Okay. <laughs> Is that from the football game when Richmond plays Lincoln? Game. Good guess. Excellent. And is that when uh, Roosevelt goes nuts, right? Uh, Jefferson. Be- when Charles Jefferson. Jefferson. Oh, Jesus. I say Roosevelt. <laughs> well, oh, Jefferson's played by Force Whitaker. He's a great little character. He, he, he goes a little mental at this football game because um, his car's been wrecked. So, uh, but yeah. they, and it was actually Jeff Spicoli who wrecks his car right. with his little brother. That's another But they make it look like the other. Yeah, what was the, what? Which one are you thinking? First, of? he's gonna bleep. Then he's, he's gonna, gonna kill, kill us. Yeah. You want to hear that scene? Uh, good time, or uh, you just want to move on? Let's do it. <laughs> Here's the uh, classic uh, car wreck scene. My brother's gonna sh- make up your mind, dude. Is he gonna sh- or is he gonna kill us? First, he's gonna sh- then he's gonna kill us. Relax. All right, my old man. He's a television repairman. Got this ultimate set of tools. I can fix it. Ah, fantastic! It's great. That's great. That's a great little uh, friendship um, too in the movie. Also, like uh, and we do want to say that that you know there's a lot of hijinks and silliness in this movie, but there actually there's some there's some depth there too. I mean, we have to see 
poor Stacy who has had sex, you know, maybe one and a half times. I'm not sure <laughs> what happened in the dugout. She doesn't seem to be too sure. No, that did happen, but I don't know. She ends up getting she did pregnant. She did it in the dugout. She, yeah. she, she asked said, Linda because yeah, the guy right. only lasted, or maybe she asked Linda about tomorrow. Right, but right, anyway, tomorrow. she did no, you're right. But um, she ends up getting pregnant, which is just awful. But it actually adds this whole, you know, other. Uh, you know, dimension to the movie where you see her and her brother kind of share something because he figures out that he's not just dropped her off to a bowling alley. Right. She's gone across the street to the free clinic to get an abortion. So there's this, like, you know, with all this silliness and craziness, and we've got these masturbation scenes and nudity yeah. and all this kooky teen 80s stuff, and then right. there's this, you know, subtle undercurrent of of some real depth and, and, and how is it is scary to kind of get older and, and explore this new terrain and things can happen which is another um 80s thing you want consequences all the time so, and all this stuff and you know thus ends the morality portion of the podcast yeah so the fashions anyway the, the, all the girls dressed up as pat benatar which you pointed out in the pat, the pat benatar, benatar content one, yeah. there are a lot a lot of girls dressed up as pat benatar in here with the headband and the spandexy pants and i can't make an, enough of a case for how spicoli just made vans checkerboard shoes just and even later on i mean he's, he's carrying them later on he's smoking from a bong out of a box that or van shoes right. and you know it's funny about the uh, him you know there's a couple of scenes where you see him roll up in the van and the van's full of smoke remember the, the early in the movie when they they pull up and the van opens up and they all roll out stone yeah. in the class he's not acting yeah, oh. that's what I remember. I heard that. That's actually pot that's, smoke. That's, uh, Are you serious? Yeah. How did they have that much it in was, there? It was his only, uh, only uh, scene of the day, and he just went to the director, Amy Heckerling, and just said, you know, do you mind if we do this? And she said, no, I guess not. <laughs> just don't tell people so later on people will talk about it in podcasts would, 20 would, years later. <laughs> that's but, awesome. Uh, let's talk about how the movie did because it came out in 1980. Was it successful? It was marginally successful. Yeah, I'm sure the critics it, didn't flip it out over it. Came out anything. the same summer as Porky's. Ah, there you go. And See? the Wall by ah, the Pink Floyd. Uh, starring the great that I never Bob Geldof. From the and uh, that and the Scott Baio classic Zapped. Oh, Zapped. With the, is that Willie Ames in yeah, that too? Yeah. That's great. and what's her name? Heather uh, Thomas. Heather yeah. Thomas, yeah. sure. And that you don't remember she gets her clothes zapped, you yeah. know, but it's not really her naked. You talk about that's a different uh, podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, nudity in that movie. We as well. could do a whole Heather thing with Heather Locklear, Heather Thomas, Heather's. We could have a whole '80s podcast around <laughs> the name Heather. So anyway, so anyone want to reconsider their? Uh, Thought about this being the best '80s teen movie? Oh, it's definitely up there. I won't. Hey, it's one of my faves. So I love it's it. So but I just—if we're talking about it is extremely. It is. I mean, but it's as far as well representing the '80s for me, it's got to be some sort of John Hughes movie. Yeah, I'll give you that. I don't know. It doesn't profess to be more than what it is. Well, I think it's a great movie, whether you li- whether it's your favorite or not, and uh, it's definitely a good. must must have for any '80s fan. I've n- I, it's always very enjoyable every time. It's so fast paced and so fun, and and very very clever. And there's so many fun catchphrases in it. I love this movie. I love it, love yeah. it, love it. It almost goes beyond <laughs> just teen comedy. You know, it's just a good movie. It's yeah. more solid than your normal teen comedy. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. It's a great, great little flick. And That's, it's just worth it alone just to get to know Mr. Spicoli, who's just such a f- wonderful character. And, of course, it ends with the song from my uh, one of my favorite bands from the 80s, Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Right. I think Danny I'm the Alfred. only person east of uh, the Mississippi that likes them. We should do a whole thing about them and how we they will. went on to do the, all the Tim Burton stuff and Pee Wee. And, uh, Danny Elfman, right? right. Yeah, yeah, they're a great, love, great band. The Boingo. He's married to somebody famous. Anybody know who he's married to? Jenna Elfman. <laughs> oh, don't do that on that road again. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. Sorry. I think it was, um, what's her name, the actress? Uh, 
I shouldn't have brought it up. If now, somebody yeah, knows. Now, thanks, thanks for that yeah. awkward ending. We'll put so, it on the sorry. blog with all these other tidbits that Steve knows about Steve, fast you've times. known he so much today. More. You've known so much that you have the answers for everything. It's amazing, he's isn't it? He's a golden it? god. You I are. am a golden god. And, uh, yeah, well, no, he knows lots more, and he's going to sneak a bunch of that the in, insider's info onto our blog, which you can find at... <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it because you never remember the name. www.tampabay.com slash blog slash 80s. And you got to check out uh, Sean's blog. www.sptimes.com slash blog slash pop music. And you definitely need weigh to sound in, Oh, sorry. Weigh the, in on the new Kanye West Rolling Stone cover. Uh, have you or, seen that? Or better yet. the crown of thorns. No, I Jesus. heard about oh, it, though. Boy. Weigh in on the whole Asia debate. <laughs> Asia, yeah. And so, Aria Speedwagon. Okay. Until then, we're going to have to just say goodbye. Yeah, right? we're going to say goodbye. All right, bye, a everybody. Help from Wango Wango. Thank you, guys. Bye bye. Goodbye, goodbye. Bye, goodbye. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkovsky for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. a lot of courage to get up here and do something that you know people will make fun of. I crave more tidbits. That's like a whole high school. Yeah, a lot of there. people don't know that Judge Reinhold performed the whole role with the sex toy in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, you're lying. I didn't know that. <laughs> so-